Welcome to the Travel Possibilities Podcast. I'm your host, Callie O'Connor. I've gone from career burnout to taking multiple career breaks, scoring several remote jobs, and even starting my own business while traveling to over 80 countries. The one thing that held me back from starting sooner is that I didn't believe it was possible for me. I wasn't aware that travel could become part of my lifestyle. Through this podcast, I'm so excited to share with you the travel possibilities that are out there for you. In season one, we're talking all about career breaks. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Travel Possibilities Podcast. I'm your host, Callie O'Connor, and today we are talking about planning. So planning for a career break or a long-term trip is totally different than planning for a vacation. When you're planning for a vacation, it might just be one or two weeks, and you kind of want to optimize and maximize your time because this might be the only time you get to travel during the year, and you don't want to miss anything. So oftentimes when we're planning vacations, we have our days plan to a T. We know all the restaurants we want to eat at because no bad meals and we just have it all figured out. And that's a great way to maximize the minimal amount of time that we often get from our jobs. But if you were to plan a long-term trip in that same manner, you're going to burn yourself out. (laughs) So if you're used to meticulously planned itineraries on your vacations, doing that every single day for six months, a year is going to get really exhausting. Not to mention, it's going to take a really long time to plan. So I recommend using this long-term trip planning as an opportunity to relinquish control. And it's a great exercise because it sets you up for the lack of control you experience with travel. And the reason I bring up control is because if you're like me, and you work in a stressful work environment, you might have felt the need to get your hands in every little piece of the business and make sure everything's going smoothly. And quite frankly, it just, you can't do that while you're traveling and while you're in another country. And I think it's part of the reason why I love travel so much. When I'm a visitor in another country, I don't even feel the need to do anything. I am so laid back. I'm so go with the flow. And it's not what I was used to in the workplace, but I like myself so much better in that form. And I truly believe that's my authentic self. So putting myself in a travel environment allows me to come and out and be authentic in the way that I'm supposed to be. And just the stressful environments bring out more of that sense of control in me. Anyway, that was a tangent. So if you haven't been on a long-term trip before, This is sort of what happens. And if you have a meticulous itinerary, this is kind of where you can go wrong. So you get to your first destination, you meet super cool people. They tell you about that awesome thing that they did that you had never heard about, but you 100% would have put it into your itinerary, but you hadn't heard of it until now. So you don't have enough time to fit it into your schedule. And now you're missing out. This will happen time and time again with activities, restaurants, nearby cities and villages and even countries. So you're gonna wish that you gave yourself some flexibility because these experiences sound way cooler than some of what you had even put on this very rigid itinerary. 
So how the heck do you plan and budget when you want to be flexible? And the key is to leave out some of the details. So this is how I like to teach planning. And ultimately, it's going to save you a lot of time and effort. Um, so start by identifying your traveler archetype. And so characteristics that that will include are the type of accommodation that you like to stay in. Is it Airbnb, hotel, hostel, tent, someone's couch, a combo of these? These are things that really are going to affect your budget. And then again, what kinds of foods do you like to eat? Do you go to the best restaurants in the city? Do you like street food? Do you like cooking at home? Do you like some small roadside stalls? Is it a combo? So having an idea of your eating habits, like if you're going to be dining out every single day and you're visiting expensive places, you do need to account for that when you're budgeting. Um, but it's totally possible also to eat out every single day and spend less than be cooking in your home country just because meals are so much less expensive in a lot of countries. Uh, another is how fast do you intend to travel? Do you want to just spend a few nights in each city? Are you trying to live like a local and stay put in one place for the length of the visa allowance? And it's important to note that the slower you travel, it really does end up reducing costs just because like even cheap buses between cities add up when you end up taking 10 of them in a month. Also, the longer you stay in places, like you can often get a discount in an Airbnb for a monthly stay or even a weekly stay. And sometimes you can negotiate with hostels and hotels as well for the longer stay. So after you've kind of gotten your mind around your traveler archetype and types of places, foods, feeds that you like to travel, then identify the countries you'd like to visit. So I recommend grouping these by region and focusing on one region before moving to another. And why? Because flying across the world only to fly back there to the original place again is really an inefficient use of time and money. And I know this really well because that's how I was traveling. I literally flew across the globe just based on the way that I had thought about my trip and the fact that there were places I wanted to go, but I was also prioritizing meeting friends and family members in certain locations. So I actually flew across the globe sometimes just to make those meetings happen. Um, so yeah, <laughs> if you don't know where you want to go, there are a couple of ways you can approach this. So you can let your budget drive your decision-making. You can let your hobbies drive your decision-making. Like if you love hiking, you're not going to want to go to flat countries. You want to go someplace mountainous and nature-friendly. Um, or you can let a feeling drive it. And that's my favorite one. And so if you're not a feelingsy person, that might be a weird thing to say. But trust me on this one. Go online, start reading travel blogs, read about different cities, different countries, different continents, and pay attention to how you feel when you're reading. And I assure you, some destinations are just going to light you up with sheer excitement. And those countries that like you feel that way, you're not going to be able to stop thinking about them. And those are a good place to start. But again, like I said, try to keep it in a region. So even if you do the 
feeling exercise and pick a starting point or like one place you'd like to base yourself around, then you can start exploring other places in that region and make decisions from there. So the next step in planning is I recommend identifying a couple of things in each location that you tend to visit, things that you can't miss and that you would need to budget for. So do you need to decide exactly how long you're staying? No. Do you need to decide exactly what you're going to do in each place? No. Do you need to decide if you're going to be staying in a hotel versus a hostel dorm? Yeah, you do, because that's going to impact your budgeting. But you don't need to know the exact accommodation, just the type. So as you can see from some of these, we're keeping it very general. We want to plan ahead so that we can make sure you have enough funds to do the things that you can't miss. But it's not planning it out like this place, this place, this place for this length of time or anything like that. There's going to be flexibility and you're going to be able to determine some of that on the road. And also grouping regionally, you're not going from drastically different price ranges. So maybe it's something we go into deeper in Career Break Bootcamp and you, I recommend looking into. But for example, Southeast Asia, like it's a fairly cheap region and the prices between, for example, Thailand and Vietnam and Cambodia don't vary drastically. So even if you spend three months in there, you don't need to know exactly how many weeks you're going to be in each country because there's not a dramatic variance in the amount that you need to budget for, if that makes sense. So this is a high level overview and a good place to get you started in thinking about planning and where you want to go. So just to recap the key takeaways identify the type of traveler you are, your archetype. So we need to know an idea of like, are you all hostel dorm all the way? Or are you like five-star hotel? That's really important to know now so that you can plan for it in the budgeting phase. Um, food, speed of travel because of transportation. And then other costs that will come up are activities. And so I will talk a little bit more next time in the budgeting podcast episode <laughs> um, about how we account for activities and stuff when you don't know exactly what you're going to do and you don't know exactly how long you're going to be somewhere. So I hope that helps you get started. This is planning for a long-term trip and it totally does differ from just a vacation because yeah, it makes sense to just plan everything out for a vacation because this is your one shot during like the course of the year that you're going to get to get out and travel and you want to do all the things in the, all, in the places you are. But we need more flexibility in a long-term trip. We need to build in rest. We need to build in an opportunity to do nothing. And that's another key thing. It's okay to do nothing on a career break on some days. It's a weird thing to get used to when you're used to when you're traveling jam-packed days of doing something every single day, you need to get that idea out of your head because you're going to get really tired if you're doing activities every single day for six months, a year, two years. So allow yourself permission to take a break. And it's okay not to do things every day. Be sure to rest. And I hope that's enough to get you started on your planning. And I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Thanks for being here. Wait, before you go, 
If you are considering a career break of your own and could use support, a community of like-minded individuals, and actionable lessons on how to get started, check out the Career Break Bootcamp membership. A combination of pre-recorded modules and live monthly sessions will remove the overwhelm and propel you forward into taking the career break of your dreams. Visit www.travelshifters.com slash CBB dash sign up to learn more. And it's also linked in the show notes for easy access. Thank you for tuning in to the Travel Possibilities podcast. If you liked what you heard, I would be so thankful for your positive review on Apple Podcasts so I can keep the episodes coming. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra tips and travel inspiration on Instagram by following me at the Travel Shifters or by visiting my website at travelshifters.com. Thank you so much for being here and I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss it.